Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to the McCarthy Project live from Minneapolis, Minnesota, where we have been attacking life and sport since 2001. Project, and we are coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, where today we're going to talk about a fantastic subject that has uh, many different aspects, and it's called change. And uh, I think one of the things that young people go through um, when they actually go from high school to college is a thing called change. And some people adapt really well to it, and other people take a little time, other people don't ever adapt to it. But I thought it would be fun to have um, Coach Tom Black of Georgia uh, on the show today to talk about change and how young athletes can adapt with it uh, because he has gone through some change and done quite a few things in the last 12 months since we've talked last. He's gone from coaching in California. I have to admit, I have, I, I, that's a busy schedule to, I'm sure, the Olympic team in Rio, then to come back for a couple months and then accept a new position and move uh, all the way across the United States to Georgia, which is congratulations, Coach. As, uh, oh, thank you. you know that. Yes, yes. So when we talk about busy schedules and change, I think you have um, pretty much epitomized that uh, <laughs> over the last 12 months as we've talked about it. So first of all, thanks a lot for coming yeah. on the show, by the way. Oh, thanks for having me. Fun to be on. Yes. So uh, let's kind of just refresh uh, a little bit. You know, kind of your year and come social stories. It's always fun to tell, tell, sorry, tell cool stories uh, about what happened yeah. at the Olympics and and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely been a whirlwind. I mean, the past four years at Loyola Marymount were <clears throat> were packed. You know, we started a beach program, and then I I came on to USA and was obviously the indoor duties. Um, so it was actually, I got married and we had two kids. So my, the, the last four years were, yeah, uh, about as impactful in my life as you can imagine. And then, uh, the last year, yeah, we had, uh, finished our beach season with our indoor training and went straight into USA for the final year of the quad. Uh, we had a, uh, you know, our world grand prix, which is about a month. Then we had a couple more weeks to train. Then we went to Rio for the Olympics um, I missed uh, the first two weeks of preseason training with LMU, so got there uh, the week of our first matches. Then we had our LMU season, and um, yeah, then was lucky to be uh, hired here at Georgia. And I'm, you know, I'm not quite through the move. I'm, I'm on campus, and my family's a few days behind me, and but we're uh, we're getting through it. But yeah, it's been a blur for sure. A lot of stuff. <laughs> See, I didn't realize that you actually got married and had two kids too. I not even. That multiplies. I mean, that's, that's just not like you're, oh, yeah, uh, I went down out to eat last night, and I'm real busy. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, so long, for sure. I know what that means. Yeah. So um, that is interesting because you um, um, actually did coach the beach season as well. You know, I, I didn't yep. even add that in there. Cause you, so you actually have to add the – it's kind of funny because a couple of days ago I was talking with a coach that just added Beach to his schedule, and he was yeah. saying, boy, it really is cool, but the, the recruiting thing really takes a hit. 
um, yeah. because there's so much time invested in that off season. Um, so I can only imagine, you know, if there's a, have you sat down in the last 12, year, uh, 12 months? Have I what? Sorry. Sat down. Oh, I know. It doesn't Other feel than like it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so uh, what kind of cool stories happened in Rio? It's always kind of fun to hear some backstory from that yeah, standpoint. I mean, Anything cool happened? Well, yeah, I mean, the whole experience was cool, but I think uh, going through opening ceremonies, it was it was really uh, it was great of Karch. They they really limited the number of coaches that can walk with the athletes because they didn't want the delegation to get too big. So, so obviously, you know, usually the the head coach would go, but uh, Karch said, you know, no, no, I've, I've done this before. And Jamie Morrison, our other assistant, had uh, he had walked either in Beijing or in London. So, um, Karch let me walk, which was really cool of him. Uh, along with uh, Joe Trinzi, who was our technical coordinator, also. So that was just uh, that was a that was a life event for sure. To, that's when I you really feel the Olympics and how you're a small part of this huge thing, and uh, you're just seeing all these athletes that you've you've either heard of or you watched before, and just all these different countries. It's, it's overwhelming. And then uh, you know going through going through the tunnel onto the track for the ceremonies, and you could just see. I mean the the arena was going nuts. You could just see how much the Olympics meant to these people. And it was, it was an incredible experience. I was by far, uh, I don't want to say, you know, the volleyball was obviously, but the volleyball was almost a separate event. The Olympics, the the opening ceremonies was so different from any other tournament I had been a part of or, or sporting event. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I can imagine so because, you know, you think about all the tournaments that you've been involved with. You know I mean? It kind of becomes, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, let's get through this. Let's move on. But when something yeah. does have the energy that I'm sure, I mean, I don't even know how many um, millions of people across the world, you know, were watching it. Yeah. You know, and it really, yeah. uh, I'm sure, is a uh, quite amazing experience, you know, from that standpoint. Yeah. But then it's you come say, back uh, home. What's go up? ahead. Just go ahead. No, it's just funny you say that because when I, when I walked through, that's exactly how I felt. You, you feel like the whole world is focused on this one spot and you get to be there. And it's, uh, it was really cool. Yes. So then you come back from the Olympics, and um, mm-hmm. were you were you thinking about moving previous to like mid December? Because we were chatting back and forth on email uh, mid December, you know. And then uh, I go to send you the email to set up the interview, and I'm like, oh, he's at Georgia. So yeah, um, did yeah. it come on quickly, or was it something that you were looking to do? No, no, it came on quickly. You know, I was okay. I was super invested at LMU, and um, the opportunity came up, and then. Uh, I, you know, I was definitely really interested, and then when I came on the campus, I was just blown away, and uh, so it, it happened really fast. Cool. But then, uh, and so now we're here in mid-January and moving yep. the family across. But let's just talk a little bit about change, you know, and what does yeah. it mean, you know, how do you, you know, how did you deal with so much going on? You know, because I'm uh-huh. sure just the logistics of getting yourself around, you know, was um, – was quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know. I guess uh, I didn't. I haven't really looked at it as change. I mean, maybe maybe the Georgia thing because it's such a extreme like physical move for everyone. So maybe I've looked at that the most as as change. Everything else is more. But even with this, it's more. Uh, I'm really fortunate to have this opportunity. What uh, and then kind of looking at. Um, what do I need to do to meet the demands of this new situation and then trying to break it up into small pieces and attacking it. I mean, it's, uh, 
I haven't really gone about thinking, oh, this has changed or that has changed. It's more about, uh, what, you know, what what's the opportunity and what do we need to do to accomplish it? How do we get organized to do it? It's almost more like adaptation rather than change. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you can call it whatever you want, but it's more, um, I mean, sometimes there's change that's unfortunate, you know, that that you don't want, and I think that's different from change that comes from an opportunity that, uh, either way, they can both provide, they or they can both produce a lot of stress. And um, but I think the the benefit of going through that is, I mean, is you're able to go through it each time. You you're able to get, uh, you find ways to get more organized. You find ways to communicate better. You find ways to understand what's important to you more, and to you know, and to make sure that your actions are aligned with your priorities better. Um, so there's a lot, it, you know, it's, it's not necessarily comfortable to go through it, but there's there's a lot of growth that goes through those changes. I mean, I can remember, uh, you know, first I was coaching at LMU, then we, you know, I was able to be a part of the USA staff, so that was a big addition. You know, then we had a beach, then there's a lot of personal stuff going on, you know, being married and kid, you know, each one of those were huge changes, but each time you meet those, you understand, oh man, I can do even more, right, or I can handle this even better next time. So there's, there's a lot of growth that comes through uh, handling, I guess you can call it stress, but just handling that and figuring out ways to be better and more efficient. And done. So now let's talk about a young person because they're going probably through their first big change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Volleyball, you know, does have some regionalism to it so that, you know, a lot of families uh-huh. can, you know, still come and watch games and all that kind of stuff. But nonetheless, there's still the concept of moving away from home, um, yeah. at least for eight months out of the year, is a big change. And then to – um, sort of get around athletes, you know, when you're in high school, there seems to be a little bit of, well, I'm better than everybody else, you know, cause I am, yeah. you know, but when you get yeah. to college, you find out that you might be the small fish in, in the big pond rather than the vice versa. So mm-hmm. when you talk about the change and all the things and that you've done in the last year, how would you, if you were to speak to a young person and say, okay, you're, you're, you're good now in high school, but now you're going to transition to college. What would you say to prepare for? Well, you know, it, the first thing is just it's it's really case by case in terms of who that kid is and uh, and how and how they're going to adapt. To the, I mean, you know, the kid is case by case, and the the college is unique, so it's really hard to to generalize. You know, I think there's there's lots of different changes. So, I mean, a lot of the change that I've gone through has been kind of like a nod in your stomach, like, oh, okay, this is this is something really different, and. Uh, some kids might be feeling that either because of the move, like how much distance they're moving or just because of the, the scope of the opportunity. Uh, yeah. Some kids might be like you're saying, like they might've been like they were anointed the chosen one and now there's people who are just as good around them. Uh, but then there's other, you know, so I, I think every college freshman is going to find a, a different dynamic. I think it's really hard to generalize, but how you handle it, you know, that that's where it all, that's where it all matters. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when you talk about that because there are so many times when a athlete will come in and be the chosen one, and it might take them two years to figure it out. You know what I mean? And yep. once they do, yep. they just go back to the to the potential, and they are able to overcome and do many more things. While others that you would think, oh, this guy is so out there, or this lady is so far out there, I don't even know what I'm going to do. She's got a lot of potential. Um, yeah. But she's, like, taking it out right now. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. Let's just talk a little bit about this because I think you're totally spot on in that, that each individual has unique experiences, brings unique things to the table, and then responds uniquely. Let's take a yeah. couple scenarios, you know, if you will. Is like, let's take the chosen one. 
You know, yeah. the chosen one comes to school and uh, doesn't quite adapt quite well. You know, was really enjoying home, didn't want to leave, is now five hours away so the, your parents can't come up on the weekends all the time. What would mm-hmm. you say to those guys? Yeah, well, I think if you're if you're thinking in your head you're the chosen one, I think you're in trouble, you know. And it's uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, cards cry. I, he's the greatest player of all time, and I've been around long enough to know that he that never even crossed his mind. I mean, he was, I love to play. I want to get as good as I can. I want to play against people who are really good too, and, and you know that's that's what motivated him every day. So, <clears throat> if you're thinking you're the chosen one, that that isn't to me someone who's hungry to get better. That's that to me is someone who's hungry to have other people think of them a certain way, and that that person's always going to run into a brick wall eventually. Um, and uh, then, good you know, Car- uh, Carl McGowan, who uh, who passed away uh, last week and was really sad for all of us in the volleyball community, yeah. uh, but he's been a huge mentor to all of us. And one thing he always tells us, <clears throat> you know, there's no correlation between initial ability and final ability. So if there was, you know, we would just we take the top 50 high school players and just let them be college All-Americans four years later, but it doesn't work that way. We all know that, and you can't you can't predict how this kid's going to finish or this kid because of what you just said. So, I mean, I think anyone, if, if you stack player A who comes into college as a, a really highly touted player and she's thinking she's the chosen one, and then player B who comes in as a pretty, pretty highly touted but not nearly as high as player A, but is just hungry to get better, hungry to compete, and then you give them four years of time. I mean, obviously, you see player player B is going to go faster, and so that those kind of things happen all the time. And uh, you know, just that mentality is it is it about how people are recognizing you, or is it about you being hungry to get as good as you possibly can be? Like those are two very different people, and they're, they're going to go through the college experience really differently. And I think you and you hit on a point too. And I think what we can talk about as a general is the love of the game or the desire to get better. That can be universal yeah. amongst everybody. And yeah. when you talk about those two different scenarios, if you're in a position where you you just feel you've already plateaued, and I'm going to take it out of the world of volleyball a little bit, but I had a when I was growing up, um, we had a football player that was the fullback, and he could just run over everybody in the ninth grade. Um, you know what I mean? He was one of those big thighs. Yeah. You know, everything was going wonderful. Uh, you know, already was. You know, had all the girls, yada yada yada. Well, by yeah. the by the time he was a senior, he was a little scat back, and could barely you know get two or three yards per run because he wasn't fast yeah. enough. And it's yeah. interesting how in that span of four years, how he really did change. He had to change who he was because he couldn't run over people anymore. And yeah. what you just talked about is exactly that scenario. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's, it's it's interesting how they they talk about change in that respect that you have to be able to adapt. Now let's just talk about another aspect of change, um, which I think is important, is that you come in, you think you are a certain position A, you know, uh-huh. and then you come in, uh, the coach looks at you as a, a player and says, no, you're going to be in position B, and that's the best position for the team, and. Mm-hmm you don't feel that that's your best position. How would you kind of yeah. talk to an athlete in that position? Uh, that's a tough one. I mean, I think that stuff should be talked about in the recruiting process uh, for sure. But I also okay. think uh, <clears throat> I, it's kind of tricky. Again, I think that's kind of a case-by-case situation. So there, there might be 
there might be a time where the player, you know, is right. Um, but regardless, this kind of ties into the change thing. I mean, you you have to be able to adapt. I mean, I think if you, in the end, you have to do what, what's best for the team. And I think I think the majority of players, uh, if if the coach says something like that and it came out of left field, I think the majority feels like, well, I haven't thought about that and it's going to be uncomfortable, but okay, let's give it a shot. You know, and uh, But there definitely are kids who are like, no, no, I don't want to do that. Um, but I think in the end, I think you have to, you know, so much change is about adapting, you know, and it's about, it's about growing to some things that you kind of predict happening. And, and, you know, there's, there's so much growth that comes out of that. So, uh, I think that's, that's the way to approach it you know, in that situation. And, yeah. uh, if you do it, yeah, if you do it in a year and you don't like right it, right now, then, our previous interview, and, and I know it was a year ago, but you had talked a lot about the growth mindset, you know, and about yeah. adapting and, and seeing situations and taking errors, taking mistakes, but that can apply to life as well. If you take a growth mindset towards your life and towards your overall performance, it just isn't about making a mistake or can I uh, do this particular technique, but really it does have some very life, you know, bigger life lessons. Well, yeah, it, it is about your life, and that's what we tell them, and that's 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 why this is important. That's why you could argue that these kids playing college volleyball are going to learn more about themselves through this volleyball experience than, than any class that they take as, as important as those classes are. Um, Cause yeah, it is. I mean, you want them, we, you know, for sure here at Georgia, we want, we want to instill this growth mindset and we want them to take that with them for the rest of their lives. So, uh, and I, I think the most successful people, I think they attack every area of their life the same way. You know, um, they're not, it's not this big imbalance in one area, but they're good in the other. So yeah, it absolutely should apply to everything. Cool. All righty. Well, I know your time is short, and you're probably uh, off to the next thing. Um, I do want to thank you for the time today. Um, if anybody does want to get a hold of, yeah, if anybody does want to get a hold of Coach, um, your information is up on the Georgia website. Is there any particular area you'd like people to go? Uh, yeah, no, they could just email me on that site anytime. Cool. All righty. Well, good luck this year. Hopefully. Things go as planned. Just keep looking to get better. But no, thanks for having me on. It's, it's fun. <laughs> cool. Have a great day. All right, you too. Bye. You are listening to the McCarthy Project live from Minneapolis, Minnesota, where we have been attacking life and sports since 2001.